What's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome you back to Drew Kelly's f- philosophy. Now, I know it's been about about a week, perhaps eight or nine days since the release of my uh, previous piece of content, uh, episode six. Now, I do want to continue with the philosophical foundation of this new podcast endeavor, but... I came to this sudden realization that I'm no I'm no expert when it comes to discussing philosophy. Like I'm not I didn't major in philosophy in college. I'm not a professor in philosophy. You know my 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 uh, I would I would rate my my uh ability to interpret difficult philosophical texts as be a B minus at best, a B. And so I figured, okay, well, who am I? It's almost as if like I was asking myself, well, who are you, dude, to be able to teach these people about the works that you're reading when you aren't too qualified? Now, with this being said, I, you know, like I said, I, like I have said, I do want to keep the, the foundation, which is philosophy, because no matter how qualified I am or I'm not, I still love, I still love, love the subject and what it can do for people. So with that being said, let's get straight into it. I, the new format and, you know, you know how you kind of have to fail in order to succeed first, right? So I guess the first six episodes weren't a total failure, but I just wasn't really too happy with, with, with them to be quite honest. Now, what I'll do now is I will I will read from a list of the most famous philosophical quotes. And the challenge is to be able to read, interpret, analyze each and every quote one per episode. I'll I'll still keep the I'll still keep the episodes 10 minutes or less. Uh, I usually hit for 10 minutes, 10, 11 minutes. So let's get into it. So the first one, I'm sure most of you have heard this if you went to college or you studied even even philosophy. If you studied philosophy for, for even a little bit, even one, one course, you, you probably know this man. His name is Socrates. Now, it's pretty interesting. I, I cannot mention Socrates without mentioning a small anecdote. So Assumption College, I was in Professor Stoner's class. I think it was a second semester. We were we were reading we were reading a a work by Plato and Professor Stoner said, Well some people do think that Socrates, because he didn't write down any words and he was publicly executed, right? Perhaps Socrates was Jesus. He was Jesus in another form before the time of Christ. And I can't help but grapple with that with that thought. But in any case, the thought is, I'm sorry, the quote is, the unexamined life is not worth living. The unexamined life is not worth living. Now, my first reaction to this quote is, in order to live a life that you want. Because 
no one is asked, no one asks to be born. You just are. All of a sudden you are this little kid and you're, you're in school or during whatever epoch that, that you were born into, right? Whether, whether it was the ancient Greece or the Roman Empire or North America and Canada, modern day Canada or wherever you're born, you didn't ask to be born there. And you're born with, with this almost seemingly insurmountable task to get through life. And not even just get through it, but you're told you want to be happy. You know, you want to find meaning in your life. You want to survive and procreate and enjoy and work and save money. And you're, you're just born into it. And so if, 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 if you don't take the necessary, I will argue the necessary time to figure out yourself, to figure out your place in the country or place that you were born in. If you don't take the time to think, it's no, there's no point. You're, it seems like you're always going to, you're always going to go into endeavors or do things that don't align with who you want to be or who you truly are. It's, it, it would be a less lesser of a life if you did not take time to examine your life. Now, Socrates lived in, I believe, Athens, ancient Greece. And from what I know about his life and what he did is he, he, he annoyed people, all types of people, with questions he was a, he was the type of guy to go up to someone and say, "Hey, buddy, how do you know that what you're doing is actually what you should be doing? How do you know that this is true? How do you know, for example, that giving illegal immigrants, you know, about a, a close to two million dollars for being separated at the Mexican American border, which, by the way, is what." Joe Biden ha- has proposed, uh, let's go Brandon. But how do you know, Joe Biden, that giving $450,000 per person, per family is going to solve anything, is going to help? You know, you say it's reparations for being separated at the border. Well, okay, let's not get too much into that particular type of policy. But the essence of what I'm trying to say is, you know, Socrates was the type of guy to want to go up to Joe Biden and say, how do you know that this will really work? How do you know that this will produce the desired outcome? Or, okay, well, how do you, how do we know that, that the ketogenic diet is not harmful, but ultimately healthy or right? So Socrates was that guy, but in particular, he was, he was tried and found guilty of, uh, corrupting the youth. It's very interesting. Like, like, what a guy, right? Corrupting the youth. With how? Not with pornography or drugs. I, I, I hope, sure hope not, but what with almost incessant, meaningful questioning? Is that not what you're supposed to do? Or even if, not, even if it's not what you're supposed to do, at least it's not going to hurt anyone, right? I mean, I hope not. So 
something to think about, right? The unexamined life is not is not worth living. Now, personally, speak a little, speak about myself for the remaining two, three minutes is, so I went to Assumption College, uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. It was a beautiful campus. It was a beautiful place. Um, Worcester is an up-and-coming city in central Massachusetts, and it was... It was it was awesome. It was like the rugged city town of Massachusetts, and I enjoyed the restaurants. But we were en- encouraged as students when I first started my college career. We were encouraged to take meaningful time to ponder what God wants of you, or what your life, what you want your life to be. You should you should engage in meaningful contemplation. And I thought that was quite interesting because my idea of college going in was, let's go, let's go, let's go, quick, quick, do this and that. Okay, you have to go to class, you have to go to the gym, you have to do this, you have to do that, blah, 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 blah. Saturday, you know, you go drink, you go do this, you're you're busy. And admittedly, I don't think I took enough time to to contemplate meaningfully my, my, my life in university to be to be quite honest with you now yeah but that's so in essence we should be able to take time to examine what we're doing where where we're going and what makes us human last thing last piece is i was watching a joe rogan podcast with elon musk um number 1609 and musk said well Okay, well, Rogan said, hey, M- M- Elon, like, what do you think the meaning of life is? And Musk said, well, the meaning of life is to discover the meaning of life. I'll, I'll let that one ferment and sit with all of you. The meaning of life is to discover the meaning of life. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed this recording. I hope you tune in next time for more, for more content. Um, Please like, share, follow, do all that good stuff. Interact with this, please. And I'll see you all next time.